Welcome to Pointed Questions. My name is Brent Weinbach. With me, as always, is Donnie Devonian. Our guest today is Joel Flora. He is a photographer specializing in glamour. We will be talking to him about women's bodies and erection etiquette on this episode of Pointed Questions. You worked for Playboy for 10 years. Um, seven of these years, you were a photographer's assistant? Yeah, photo assistant. And photo assistant. Tech. And what? Digital tech. What is that? Uh, digital tech is the person that takes care of the computer and the camera. So it was just making sure everything came in, make sure the camera's working right, make sure the tether cords are working, and that way the client can see it, you know, on a monitor. Huge. Oh, okay. So every photo they take, they um, they have it on a monitor? Yeah. Uh-huh. What does a assi- photo assistant do? Same thing? Uh, it's part of the same job? Well, yeah. Job. It's per- part of the same job, but mm-hmm. photo assistant is taking care of the lighting, setting up the lighting, you know, and then the photographer comes in and fine-tunes it. But we'd have a like majority of everything done by the time he got there. You have stand-ins during that while you're setting up lighting. We use ourselves because nice. there would usually be two to three of us on a set, okay. setting up you know anywhere from twelve to fifty-five lights. So there's one model usually, or maybe sometimes a couple, right? But there's three people working there. Um, no. Besides the model. Oh no, there's way more than that. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Because you got your makeup artist, you got your stylist, you got your hairstylist. Yeah. You got, and sometimes. How crowded is it on a set? Um, usually you're, if it's a client shoot and there's celebrities involved or something like that, it's usually five to 15 people Well, say it's extra. a, say it's a, uh, a regular Playboy model shoot and it's not a celebrity shoot. You would have five to 10 people. Five to 10 people there. Standing there watching mm-hmm. you model and yeah. the rest of us trying really hard to get the lighting correct. Do certain models go. ask for people to leave at certain points because they feel more comfortable with less people? Or? I mean, it it's at a professional level. Mm-hmm. So it's not like most of the times the girls, or a couple times the girls got like irritated, irritated. that we weren't paying attention to them that they were naked because we see it every day Yeah. when I was an assistant. What do you mean they got irritated? Well, because they want the attention. They're what, naked what would they, and would we're they, not paying attention to them. We got our backs turned to them talking about lighting. So how would they express that irritation? Would they try to show their bodies off even more? It would turn into um, a girl saying something to us. I mean, there was multiple times where we'd be having a conversation about the set, about what needs to happen. And the model would be like, do you guys really not care that I'm naked? Oh, they, that's what they would say. Yeah. Would they ever be less direct and but maybe flirtier or something like that? I mean, we all played around and had flirtatious fun, Mm -hmm. but it was never anything past that because we're working. And most of the time, you know, if I'm talking to a girl, it's like, could you please stand here? Could you do this? Can you move this? Mm -hmm. Um, Please don't move anything other than your head when we were doing like an old shoot. The very first shoot you worked on for Playboy, was that the first time you had ever dealt with nudity at a shoot before or was, had you... It was work with that in the prior to that. No, prior to going to like I started out in Playboy as an intern. Okay, yeah. So prior to that, I was in a community college school mm-hmm. for photography. Right. So you hadn't worked at a professional nude shoot before. Correct. What was your experience? Your first time working on a nude shoot. I was overwhelmed. Like what, I really didn't realize. Was it surreal to see a naked woman in that context? You know, first time which is, in that context, yeah. I was pretty. 
overwhelmed by the amount of other things going on, makeup and styling. Because mm-hmm. I really never work in too much with a makeup artist. I guess what did it take a moment or so to get used to the nudity in that context? Be, the context being a studio or whatever it was, um, or just uh, a setting where there's lots of people working on something and there's someone nude in front of you, in front of you. I mean, you're you're always excited that there's a girl there naked in front of you you appreciate that but it's not it's but once you get into like for me at least as an intern as my first time on a photo shoot i was more nervous about being disrespectful to the girl and losing my job Mm -hmm. than actually like ooh, i'm gonna take a peek (laughs) you know right like we all sneak them but don't be a creep about it is what even i tell my guys now yeah like we're all gonna have to get a look at one point of the day and especially if we're doing nude stuff Mm -hmm. there's positions that I need to put an assistant in or when I was an assistant I got put in that is very uncomfortable to the girl like why because um well okay if they're on all fours Mm -hmm. to light their butt the way the photographers I worked for did you had to go back there and shine a bright light as they're on all fours yeah to rim the back of their butt cheeks yeah 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 so you had to get kind of close to their butt I mean, you're still five, ten feet away. Oh, you are? Okay. Putting the light in there. But that girl is bent over, butt naked. She may or may not have been nude in front of other people before other than her sexual partners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it was just convincing the girl that they need to trust us, that yeah. we're not back there for a bad reason. We're just trying to get it done. So you would go up to them and like explain to what you're about to do with them like A lot of times, like, hey, I'm going back there. I've got to shine this light here. you got to keep your pose for me. I'm going to be in and out of there as quick as I can. And did they ever say any resistance to that? Or I mean, there'd be a couple girls that would get uncomfortable with it and move, and I'd just stand back there and be like, hey, could you please get in your position again? On all fours. Yeah, because that was their position for the photo. Right. You didn't even direct that. No, yeah. that's not mine. How, how often was it that there was um, a woman posing for the first time uh, nude? A lot. A lot? A lot. And you, I imagined you had varying degrees of comfortability of course, yeah. yeah. Well, after my, I was, I was a first assistant digital tech for Arnie Freytag, and then I was a first assistant digital tech when replacement for Stephen Wada. But I also worked on Stephen Wada's crew as just an assistant. Mm-hmm. Those were the two big name contract photographers for Playboy. They were like thirty years in, mm-hmm. um, and I worked for them. Yeah. So they were the main guys that shot all of the playmates. Mm-hmm. So from two thousand and five to 2012 i was on every set for every playmate in the u.s Damn. Um, mm-hmm. magazine and at one point you got promoted to be the main photographer they were changing the company up mm-hmm. and they had let go or not renewed or i don't know what happened but the two photographers that i worked for were let go and they moved me up to casting photographer mm-hmm. so that's where Yes, I've seen tons. Of, I've had girls break down and cry, butt naked in front of me. It, by casting photographer, what is that? What is a casting for a photographer? Um, well, if you wanted to be a playmate, mm-hmm. if you didn't have an agent, if you just wanted to submit to the magazine, um, if you were in L.A., once a month I held a casting at the studio. Mm-hmm. So it's legit. I, back then I had a Playboy email, so, mm-hmm. um, you know. That helped out with the legitimacy. And mm-hmm. then if they're coming to the Playboy studio, of course, that's legit too. But it would be a, I would schedule girls every 30 minutes. They would come in, heels and a smile is what I call it. <laughs> We'd have a chair and like a wall 
with a chair and maybe a rug on the ground mm-hmm. or some some sort of throw together quick as I can be set that just wasn't like a white or black seamless. And then I had about 20 poses that showed me every nook and cranny of their body. And did you make... But not explicitly. Mm-hmm. Copy that. Like the downstairs area was a hint from the back or the side, not directly into camera. Right. Respectful. But they don't do that in Playboy anyway. They're not never. They, that they never did. Yeah. yeah. But what about? Oh yeah, yeah. So what? And you you um, choreographed those poses. Yeah, I mean, I had help from a couple of the editors because mm-hmm. you know was they're just, the ones I'm turning into. How, who was in the room for those sessions? Just you and the model. Uh, I always had an assistant or someone with. So it's two of you and the model. Yeah. That's it. Two to three of us. And uh-huh. would you actually photograph them during that, or just you're just watching? Oh no, yeah, no. You but, I mean, I took a. Anywhere from 50 to 100 they were, photos. They were kind of like demo photos for Pretty, yeah, for, for them, really. Yeah. Coming in, showing me your body, doing 10, 15 poses. It took us like 20 to 30 minutes. And how many girls would you see? Usually 10 to 20 a in, day. Uh-huh. Who would be deciding if these models move on to an actual shoot? So the first would send yep. – the, the way it went was first – they would either email me or I'd, you know, put out a posting on social media and say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. And or if they were just coming to town and they wanted to, you know, be part of the magazine, um, they would email me. I'd ask them for certain like, could you give me a selfie of your body in the mirror? OK, so first before the casting session, um, you had they just send you they send you self taking pictures sometimes. Yeah, like if I know it's not for the magazine and I don't think it has any potential whatsoever. Mm-hmm. What's the point? Do you right. show anybody else those photos or you no. just know yourself? You got yes. to get it. When it was done, no, those ones just, they would send them to the me selfies. and then I would delete. Okay, okay. hold on a second. They so, sent them to your cell phone, by the way? Cell phone, email, but either way, I deleted them when I was done with them. What was the rubric you used when deciding if they would move on to the casting photo session? Pretty much just they were decently fit, semi-attractive, or way attractive. What what makes, what is attractive? How do you decide what's attractive? I mean, is it? I didn't decide a lot of that. Well, even even, I would, even the like, stuff that was sent to you? Normally, like, after they would send me the Polaroid, I'd schedule for them. And then that's their casting. The first part is just to make sure I'm not getting girls my size, because I'm almost, well, I'm a little down, but I'm almost 400. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't need a 400-pound girl trying out for Playboy, because there's no... Right. Way okay. She's gonna get so, through. so mm-hmm. one one of the uh, whatever um, gauges that you had was weight, right? Uh, would, you'd want them proportionate. Certain, pro- yeah. Okay. Proportionate, proportionate to their body. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because there's no like, if you're a hundred pounds, you look awesome. You know, there's right. girls that are 160, but proportionately through their body, right. they look freaking amazing. Right. So you want to, you're looking for a proportionate size, mm-hmm. and is there ever, what would be considered overweight? Just out of curiosity, or something that would be too 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 much weight, too heavy. Uh, you know, if that gut hangs. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, and something then, that we're not looking for. Right. Okay. At least back in the day. Yeah. So it, it isn't really the weight, really. It's just the way it looks. Yeah. Right? If it looks yeah. like there's parts of the body that aren't um, kind of adhering to a sort of classic yeah. mold, I yeah. guess, right? And back when I was working for them too, they didn't really want to do a ton of Photoshop. So breast mo- augmentations were definitely taken into consideration. The way they sat, the way the doctor put in, the, where the scar was, all that was uh-huh. taken into consideration yeah. on how much post we'd have to do on them. In the past, 
anyone with any kind of implants wasn't even considered, right? Or no? No, I think they've always been considered. Oh, they always have. Yeah. E- throughout the times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when I think Playboy, I think big augmented blonde girls. <laughs> Is there was there ever I mean, when did breast implants start, do you know? I have no idea. Yeah. Hmm. So but in the seventies there was implants? You know, I have no idea on that one. Yeah. Um I just don't care enough. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, and so, um, but they wouldn't use, and is Photoshop used quite a bit? Nowadays, yeah, I'm sure it is. And it's used to remove scars? Yeah. And what else? Anything. Does I it, mean, I can make... Do they ever, do they change the I proportions of their body? I could turn you into a girl. <laughs> did they ever... just a couple tweaks and liquefications and everything else. Do they change the mm-hmm. proportions of these women's bodies in Photoshop for Playboy? For Playboy, not so much. Okay. They like to keep it. Per- that's why it went through the castings. Because after it went through me, it went to an editor, and then that editor, it went to two or three other editors and a half. Mm-hmm. And then, usually after my casting, they would come back in what was called the Playmate test, which was another photographer that did a little more intense. They brought in makeup. They shot for a half day. They had a wardrobe stylist. They had a full crew on set. Oh, and this isn't even for the magazine. This, this is still for, a this test. Is just, kind of. Yeah, throw mm-hmm. throw it away. This wow. is a waste of day. Do they get paid for that day? No. They don't? Wow. The mm-hmm. crew and everybody does. Right. Um, oh, do the mod- you know what? I don't know. They might uh-huh. get some kind of wage yeah. for coming in. Right. And did, is the pay pretty pretty good for a model for if they get into the magazine? You know, I have no idea anymore. Mm-hmm. I haven't worked for them for three years. Uh-huh. Um, and would, would they all eventually have to get approved by Hugh Hefner? Or back in the back day, when yeah. when he was alive? Yeah. yeah. Like, even we told the girls... Because even I, if they weren't the centerfold, when I was a photo assistant, mm-hmm. um, mostly everything I worked on was centerfold. Uh-huh. So they make it through me, the casting, which was back in the day. They just pulled me off set, and I had a little point and shoot or a polar, a little legit Polaroid camera, and I'd set up like a white little background, and I'd have them stand there, and they just do 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 do, and we'd take Polaroids or digital camera, and then I'd turn those in. <laughs> but after after going through the the casting or whatever. You go to the Playmate casting. After the Playmate casting, you go to what was called the gatefold shoot, which is the centerfold. And that one, we would light sometimes for like a day or two. Mm-hmm. Or the set would be built for a week, and then we'd finally get to shoot it and light it. So it would take time. And until um, Hef put his signature on a print that we would make up, and it had the tick marks and everything, and he would get a full-size print board... And until he signed off on that one, that girl wasn't a playmate. Mm-hmm. So a lot of girls would get all the way to that level. And not not a lot, lot. Um, but, you know, there were a couple that I remember. Hugh Hefner decided every girl that as, was in the magazine. As far as I know. And so a, a woman would get very far, get to the end, basically, but would not get his approval. Do you know what would, why he would decide against someone who made it, made it that far? Oh, I remember one girl. Mm-hmm. She went through the whole process. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had small breasts. Mm-hmm. He really liked them. When we brought her back six months later, she had these big triple D mm-hmm. like stuff you see at strip clubs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we didn't know through all the stuff that's what he liked. So when she came back in, we did a half day shoot with her. Uh, we took it back, printed it out, took it up to him. And the next day he's like, this is not the girl I approved. Yeah. And we had to send her home. Right. But, okay, well, I mean, that that was a very obvious reason. She changed her look yeah. from when he had, or he, she changed her look, right? But yeah. then, I guess, uh, is there anyone else who's made it very far? And I mean, when it came down to him deciding, 
he didn't was there any particular thing and it wasn't because they changed their body and during that process but no uh, sometimes it was just the set because i remember like there were hmm. one or two girls um that he he was behind he really liked her look but we did five or six different sets on her before he finally approved like this i like this set with her okay yeah you know and you know, sometimes they'd switch photographers. Like, they'd give this guy this girl, but they didn't like it that much, so they'd switch it into this guy. And a couple times we'd go back and forth until one of them would get it. What makes a, an attractive face? I, don't, I, I think it's all in the beholder. Like, it, you're going to find stuff that's more attractive to sure. you than me. But I think it's a but, partly So all those women who submitted to you personally, you were basically just deciding you know, their future playboy based on your subjective taste as far as their, say, looks goes, right? A little bit? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, I, You know, I'd worked with the company for seven years by the time I started casting. So yeah. okay. I sort of knew what they were looking for. Like their age group mm-hmm. um, usually was 18 to around 25. There were some that were over, but, you know, that was the key group. Um, fit. A little taller, but we also see that's... Did you ever get any submissions from people who were underage? Well, not that I know of, because I all... Like, that was the first I mean, thing I, we, we checked IDs oh, right at the door. So before they're even allowed to send you, you know, photos of their... You know, that they take their self. I mean, well, I guess uh, I guess some people could fake it, obviously, or they yeah, might have lied, right? Is yeah, that possible I don't think I ever got any underage stuff. Uh-huh. If I, mean, I did, isn't it kind of hard to tell the difference between eighteen and sixteen sometimes? Yeah, but normally yeah. I would look at their Instagram or look at their social media and mm-hmm. figure out a little something. So you um, you check out you'd scope them out that online was part first. Of my stuff, like I would ask yeah. them or I would find, like I would reach out to girls through Instagram and Facebook. Oh, you would oh, you, you would, would find you, them. you would find them sometimes. Yeah. Whoa, yeah, uh-huh. I'd go searching and just yeah. hey, I know you're hey, finding over here. You know, yeah, of course. <laughs> now, was that enjoyable to you to Are you hunt dating out? someone to, during this? Probably? No. Was it enjoyable you to to scope women out online on Instagram and places like that? Yes and no, mm-hmm. because there were some girls that I thought had great potential, mm-hmm. but it's very for me it was nerve wracking because I have a little bit of social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was sweet as we're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sweet as hell. But uh, so for me to approach a girl. I turn into like a little fifteen-year-old boy. Okay, what drew you to Playboy in the first place? Uh, why I did you want lucky. to intern there? I got lucky. I mean, did you want? Did you seek no. out Playboy, or did you fall into it? I fell into it. How so? So, I was in school. Our project for that month or whatever was an album cover. So I was thinking of what could I do that's weird and fun and by myself that I don't need a bunch of people around. So I went to Goodwill, I found a doll, I cut off its head, I cut its hair real short, cut out, it's had those rolling eyes, Mm -hmm. cut out one of the eyes, put it on the outside, cut out the other eye and put a nine millimeter bullet backwards Mm -hmm. and then wired the mouth shut. And I just put it on a tabletop and took a picture of it. And it was called the Demented. (laughs) And then I borrowed one of my friend's uh, little daughters in a sundress and put, stitched the head back onto the doll and had her walk around a graveyard with it. So that was my, you know, theory. <coughs> Excuse me. Then when I turned that project in, a couple people had known another um, student like four or five years ago that had taken doll heads, cut them off, put them on sticks, and put them in a box and lit them on fire. And that was his album cover. 
and I didn't know him. I didn't know anything about anything. And they they told me, you know, because I was getting close and I was looking around for what I was going to do because I, I really didn't know enough to be a photographer out of school. Like, I didn't know enough about strobes to do commercial work and I didn't know enough really about natural light and how to manipulate it to be, call myself a professional. So I... Um, I called this kid up and he told me, you know, like I'm an assistant in LA and I'd called some friends in this Miami. Is the, you, call, you called someone who did the doll thing also. Yeah. Uh-huh. So then they gave me his number and they said, you should talk to him because he's in LA and he's a photo assistant. Mm-hmm. So I talked to him for a little while. I talked to a couple guys in New York and Miami and one in Paris, um, just looking, feeling out, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And then uh, the guy from my school came was coming up to uh spokane washington where i was going to school for his brother's birthday because that's where he grew up and he's like oh let's just meet so i went and party with him and a bunch of hell's angels and had a good time you know didn't really talk too much business with him just hung out and partied this is the doll guy yeah Mm -hmm. then uh like two or three mornings later he hit me up and he's like hey i'm leaving tomorrow or today do you want to come have breakfast this morning i was like yeah no problem it was either go to the class that I had that day or skip it and go to this meeting. And if I would have gone to class, I probably would have gotten my AA. But <laughs> I decided that's not the opportunity for me because it was a stupid verb class. Now I have autocorrect. Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> and uh, so I went to the meeting with him. He told me, you know, we had talked about assisting, but not what companies he worked for. And he told me that he was a photo assistant at Playboy and he had the ear of the studio manager and he had checked me out after partying with me with a couple of my instructors and um, they vouched for me. So he said, I can bump you to the list. The list's about two years right now, but wow. I can bump you in about a month if you want to come down. And I literally thought I was going to come to LA for a couple months and then bounce back up to Oregon. Wow. So it wasn't, it had nothing to do with the idea of, well, Hey, working with, um, attractive women uh, that that didn't really have anything to do no. with it it was really just this opportunity presented itself kind of just really kind of by coincidence that you had happened to do a doll thing and that other guy did a doll thing yeah it yeah. just it happened by coincidence and then meeting him and getting along with him was great yeah but it was also i when you heard i play, just like shooting people right i don't care if they're hot girls i just sort of fell into that but when works. you heard when you heard play, <laughs> when you heard playboy though did you get excited a little bit? Oh, or what? of course. That's a big company to come out of school. And well, start not just, but did, did you get excited about the thought of, oh, being able to work with attractive women, nude women, and so forth? Come on now. Yes and no. Like, yes, I was super excited about the idea, but I knew from talking with him and a couple other photographers that had done nude stuff that I'd worked with in the past. Um, there's just a style of respect that you got to have. So like, I couldn't be excited. And that's uh-huh. maybe one of the biggest questions I always get is, have you ever gotten hard on set? And the answer is no. Like, I mean, I'm going to, I would like to ask you about that, yeah. but I'll, I'm going to save that for a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but did you get excited at all? Did you think to yourself, there wasn't any part of you that thought, oh, maybe I can meet women this way. No. You never thought when you first I mean, when you I first th- heard about Playboy that you would be working with Playboy. You never thought um 
oh, I wonder if there's a you never fantasize there's at all. There's always right? that fantasy that yeah. you're going to be able to find one of these girls that's super attractive and down to earth. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. Okay, what do you mean it doesn't exist? <laughs> like, well, I don't know. I don't want to well, talk shit on them. No, no, no. Please, please. By all means. I talked too much shit already. No, 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 no. I <laughs> guess. Good, are dude. you saying that every model is not down to earth there? No, no, no. Not at all. Mm-hmm. There are some that are really cool, but then you have the reverse that are super materialistic mm-hmm. and after certain style of living. Yeah. So, you know, those girls became a lot of my business. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they paid. And Do that's fine. You never tried... Have, I mean, it was probably was against some some sort of policy, right? But did you ever try to be friendly with some of these models? And um, uh, mean, I, I you, mean, all my personal stuff. Yeah, of course. At the end of the shoot, if I like a girl um, in any way, I try to bring it up the nicest way possible. And usually, it's after the camera's down, after everything's said and done. I'll be like, "Hey, would you like to go out to dinner or grab a drink sometime?" You would okay. look at and you. And usually, the answer I get is as friends or more. And I just tell him, it's up to you. Like, I'm cool to just be your friend. But right. if you want to go farther, well, I'm a sure thing. I'm a fat kid. Come on. Did you ever, <laughs> did you ever say, um, did you ever say to them, well, I did have romantic intentions when I, um, in asking you out to dinner, um, but you know, you can totally say no if you'd like. Oh, they can always say no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, and, no, but did you ever pose it that way? I mean, did you, did, it, did you always say to them, oh, I just want to be your friend, and if that develops into something else, great. Or did you pose it as, or did you ever pose it as, um, well, I, that was a romantic gesture, me asking, I was asking you out on a date, um, you know. Oh, I've specified it. Yeah. Like, yo, this is yeah, a date. I'm asking you out on a date. Okay, right you now. did. And then they would say what? Yes or no. Did they ever say yes? I've had a couple. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, nice. yeah. And I mean, was this at intern level or was this ever? Oh, hell you, no. This wasn't while I was you a had Playboy. A, <laughs> what? This was not a Playboy. What you, was, what I would mean? never hit on one of their girls. That's what I'm asking. No. Oh. No. Wait, what are we talking about? I mean, this about? is my personal, in my personal photography. Oh, oh you're talking. Oh, in your personal, work, photo- in your personal photography. Okay. So not at Playboy. Not at Playboy. No. <laughs> what? Because no. there would be against some kind of policy. Or be intimidation. It, no, not at all. I'm not going to lose my job over asking right. a girl out. They, they don't. Right. They I kind of thought yeah. they like would the, they forbid that. Right. The photographers would have, I'm guessing, been pissed off at me. Like I didn't, I didn't even shoot any of the playmate girls until the last six months of my interning or yeah. my uh, in six it's months your, your, of my uh, your assisting. Tenure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Assisting because mm-hmm. the photographer, the main photographer I worked for would not allow me because that's competition with him. Mm -hmm. So I kept my job. So there was, you were not allowed to ask any women. It wasn't company, but it was, it was uh, photographers. Oh, they wouldn't want you to do that. Yeah. Like for business wise, I would have loved to shoot half of the girls that I've worked with, with Playboy. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. as he was the photographer that shot them, I met them through him. I'd never approach any of them without his permission. Wait a second. Oh, to work with. Yeah, because yeah. if I go work with him and I do, you know, an awesome job and she keeps coming to me instead of him, that's going to rustle some feathers. And why is he going to pay me to work on a job and meet more and more girls? Um, so did you ever get, while you're not, uh, weren't allowed to ask anyone out or whatever, did you ever have any women asking you out at Playboy? No. There it is. No. No, not at all. No. Did you ever feel like some sort of connection? Oh, wait, I did have one. Okay. I did have one, and it was at a casting when I was a casting yes. photographer. 
It was in a session. It was in a, d- mm-hmm. d- right after the session. Uh, my assistants are going through the images and looking at them, and we're trying to piece together what we're going to submit mm-hmm. for her to the editors. And she had her little business card all made out with her phone number on it and everything and walked up and said, hey, you know, I'd love to hang out with you. Would you give me a call sometime? Yeah. And mm-hmm. was a little slutty about it. And what I, do you mean by that? Like just a little more seductive in the voice and, yeah. you know, maybe leaning closer because uh-huh. okay. they're either naked or in bra and panty. You know, she she gave you this card in just in naked or in underwear? I'm pretty uh, sure underwear? she was still naked, yeah. Really? Okay. And asked me if I wanted to go hang out. And I said, you know what? I'd love to. Yeah. Here's my card because mm-hmm. I will never call you. I said, I will not approach you because I don't need you to say that I was telling you. Okay. Oh, if, if I... If you go out with me, I'll help you to get into Got Playboy. It. So I never would do that. Oh. So I made it her choice the yeah. next because she wasn't she didn't live here. Yeah. Did the she, next time she was in town to give me a call. Did she call Bumble, you? Bumble, of course. Yeah. She did call you. Yeah, she okay. did call me. So it, it wasn't. Um, did you feel you thought maybe there was a moment where you thought she was saying that to maybe try to get further along? In oh, the I dated her for three months. That's all she was about. Was all she was about what? Trying to get ahead. Oh, okay. She, yeah. So she wasn't actually really. Oh, she was really doing it to get further. Oh, yeah. And how how, okay, in, wow. how how far into the relationship did you know that it was about that? I guessed. I I'm a cynic. That's my company. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cynic. Stay paranoid. Trust no so one. So you thought that from the get go. I thought it from the get go, but you didn't care. Things were playing into it. Yeah, and I didn't care. I'm fat. Fuck it. And was she <laughs> some fun uh, out and of it? She was an attractive woman, obviously. She was. Uh huh. Um, and then as it went on, and then you know. It what just, was it like dating this woman for three months? Like a normal girl. Just totally normal? Yeah. Uh-huh. Would you guys I, have a fun time? Yeah. Did you, did you love her? No. Did you guys, I liked her. Did she, ever say that, <laughs> did she ever say she loved you? No. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> did you have to spend a lot of money on her? I don't do that. <laughs> I refuse. I'm sort of an asshole when it comes to that because, like I was telling you earlier, one month is really good and one month could be really bad. So I'm pretty good yeah. on my budgeting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And on those months where I'm really low, I'm not even going to buy a girl a drink. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point? We're having conversation. You're a female. You want equal rights. Buy your shit yourself. Mm-hmm. Unless you're willing to go and, you know, like, I get crude sometimes. I don't drink a lot anymore at all but, yeah. because I do get crude. Okay. Um, <laughs> because I've been at the bar. This was probably like. You would scream or something? No, like six or seven years ago. No, yeah. but yeah, but even six or seven years ago, would you start screaming or what? No, I would just be rude. Mm-hmm. To people? Yeah. Anybody? Yeah, I didn't care who they were. I didn't yeah. care how hot they were. I didn't care if they were a celebrity. Right. Is that the only. And by the way, did she get further along at Playboy? Could you have even done anything? Or she, she did, but she went to one of. And this was six months after she went to one of my friends. Mm hmm. And it wasn't for U.S. Playboy. Oh, she got a, a different market yeah. one. Well, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but pretty much international Playboy and international Maxim and a lot of these magazines now are now charging the models to be in them. Really? Oh, yeah. Anywhere from three grand to 75000 Really? And you can say you're a Playboy playmate well, in I'm know, sorry, back some that country. Up. You said 75000 I mean, those are... A rough estimate of what I've heard. I'm sorry. Three said, to seventy-five thousand. Hold on a second. I mean, there are models that have paid seventy-five thousand dollars to be in a magazine. Well, it wasn't the model that paid it. It was probably your sugar daddy. Sure, but. sure, but they, I mean, it came from that end of it, though. Yeah, I mean, I've heard, I've heard that number. The and do but they, the closest one to that I've heard that in height wise mm-hmm. or amount is like twenty-five. And they did they still have to meet some sort of standard of? 
of looks or what? Or are they pretty <laughs> loose with with who it's they take? It's looser. It's really? way looser. So that means all the international playboys and maxims and so forth, they, um, if you were to look in them, you'll find a much wider uh, variety of attractiveness levels. I yes. Guess. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so she ended up not moving ahead in at Playboy at the official Playboy U.S. release, right? Did she make it any further stages at all? Not with the U.S. No. Could you have but done? Did you anything? did you pass her along? Yeah. So you said th- this is what I would always tell a girl: if she showed me interest or not, there's nothing I can do past what I've already done for you. Mm-hmm. If you want to make this decision, it's up to you. How so, do, okay, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that the, she so she never even made it to that to the shoot that was, you know, with this with this not the final shoot but the one in between Mm-mm. the casting one. Okay, no. mm-hmm. did she ever exp- when you were dating her for three months? Did she ever talk about it at all or express? Some no, kind because of like disappointment about it. Or no, something? in the first week or so, we had a conversation about like I watch my back I do stuff that's not like a lot of other guys I don't get excited by certain things and that I've had so many girls try to use me to get ahead that I now know and see a lot of the tricks they try to play I guess mm-hmm. you know where it's like why why are you treating me like this what are some of those tricks um oh now I drew a blank on all of it probably hard to what, per, okay what do you, what per- oh, okay, go ahead. Go, go, no, go, you go. No, you go ahead. Okay, I was just gonna say, how did that thing end? Oh, just it just ended. fizzled out. Yeah, no, it didn't even fizzle. It was over one day. It wasn't a big storm out though. No, no. Like I, I mean, I'm not. Was she fun to hang out with? She was for a little while. You still talk to her? No. But she wasn't fun at a certain point. Yeah. Once Why? I re- once I realized. <clears throat> oh, once you realized. Once I realized, I realized what I was getting into, and then I was just trying to get out of it. And then she gave me the open door, and I took it. <laughs> Tell me about women breaking down during these casting sessions. They would cry? Whoa. Uh, not from fear or anything, but I would have, like, I remember we had a, a busload of girls show up from a San Diego something, some event, to a casting. And a busload? Legit busload. How does, how does this bus start? I have no idea. I just showed up in my casting. <laughs> I was told to stick around and shoot it. But, they, but anyway, so there was like 10 or 12 girls. I had... All of them waiting in the hall, and mm-hmm. I stayed in, in the studio, and i take one at a time because I don't need, you know, your friends gawking at you and you looking for approval. She wanted to do it so bad, but she was so nervous. Like, you could see her trembling, yeah. like, as she stand there trying to pose, and it was just the adrenaline and all the emotion of her trying to get through this made her cry. Mm-hmm. And so I was like... Stop shooting. All right, here, take a second. Go out, like, put on this robe. Go on the hall. I'll shoot you at the very end. Mm-hmm. Or do you have a best friend out there? And she did. I said, ask her if you can come in for hers and see what it's like. And her friend said, yeah, no problem. And her friend was super comfortable nude. So she had no worries. Was so the- she, she came in, did the casting, and then the other girl did hers too. And she was less nervous that less time? Less nervous, yeah. yeah. It just, was she pretty attractive as well? Or? Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, they she all was were. a very cute girl, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, she wasn't shaking that time? No. You could still see a little nervousness in her face. Did you though. ever see people in these sessions that seemed off? 
like crazy? Maybe so. On drugs? Mm -hmm. Both. Probably. All, All? Probably. Oh, probably? Yeah, yeah. What, what would make you I mean, I know that? I had girls show up half lit because they'd been drinking to calm their nerves or just get comfortable being yeah. like, oh, every once in a while, like, <clears throat> did you ever a have, little liquor's not bad. Did you ever have women that were maybe acting a little too sexual and posing a little too sexual? For oh, yeah, yeah. What would they do? I mean, if they turned their butt to me, mm -hmm. I would jokingly, yo, yo, whoa, turn it away. I like to keep some uh, mystery for date night. So that, you know, because certain areas I don't need to see. Right. right. So I joke with them about it and try to just move past it. Or like if they came open leg to camera, whoa, like a little too much there. I don't need to see all that. Uh-huh. Maybe like let's what would, change what, this leg to here and let's do the, this. What would be their expression when you would say that? When you'd kind of deny their aggressiveness yeah. as far as posing goes? Would they, would they be surprised or taken aback or what? Would they smile? They would usually smile and get a little flush in the face mm -hmm. and then do what I asked. Or they would, well, why not just take a couple pictures? Because what, what do I need them for? I'm going to delete half the stuff we just shot anyway. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> Did you ever get anybody who seemed like they really didn't want to be there? No. This mm -hmm. is a you show up on your own type thing. There were all, I did get girls that are like, these aren't going anywhere, right? My husband can't know or my boyfriend can't know. Mm, mm. Um, but the stuff I shot... Only I have the digital copies, and the company only got printouts for to look through. Mm -hmm. So, and most anything that was over explicit that slipped through, or just horrible face or horrible hands, I deleted that right away. Hands, mm -hmm. like, like you know, what's a horrible hand? Well, if it's just like up here, like weirdly <laughs> grabbed, or if it's in motion and it blurred. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but not the shape and design. No, no. Just like the way they're holding it in the photo makes them look. Right. Did, was they're about off. to pluck a guitar. W yeah. <laughs> what, were birthmarks or moles ever um, an issue? No. Mm -hmm. Tattoos, maybe? Tattoos are. Were. Uh -huh. They don't. They did you ever see any gang tattoos for any reason? Oh, yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. What? So there were. I've seen prison tattoos and stuff. There were ex-convicts ex that would come in and pose. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you I can know, recognize those tats? A couple of them. And ex-gangsters or maybe current gangsters. And someone would tell me. Were okay. there ever any gangsters? Because like, I'd tell them where I lived, and they'd be like, oh, shit, you're not far from me. <laughs> Did any actual current gangsters come in and pose? Not that I know like of. Chola girls? I mean, I'm sure there were a couple in there, but mm -hmm. I, you know, we Did didn't you, ask they, 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 never, they, they, ever, they never intimidated you and said, you know, I better, get, I better move forward in this, or um, no, I never I'm going to have to talk to some of my associates. <laughs> that would have been fun, but no. <laughs> Did you have anybody ever blow up? Or any flip outs? No, because once it wasn't up to me. And right. I always let the girls know that. Right, like, right. This still has to go to editors. This has to go through other people. It's not me. Did you ever flip out? No. What percentage, of the, cool. what percentage of the women would you say uh, that came through you, uh, your, your casting sessions, what percentage would you say were down to earth versus just crazy, superficial or whatever? And crazy. Well, if we're going to add break, crazy break, break to down. if we're going to crazy no, that's a different category. That's a different category. <laughs> we'll break down all the categories and what their percentages are. I would see and, and I also, would say at least up front cuz I meet these girls for 20 30 minutes. So I yeah. don't know their background. I don't know anything about them. Mm -hmm. But up front I would say at least 65% seem down to earth girls oh, okay. that you could hang out so with. Over half. Okay. And Control. then you'd have the 10% that was just fucking crazy. Like you know? what? What? Like like just body dysmorphia 
Like they think they are, like they came from the Midwest and in the little town they're from, they're a 10. But in LA, that's a five because oh, all the transport. So body dysmorphia in the opposite way that is more common, which which is that they thought they were much more attractive than yes. they th- than they than they were. Yeah, at least you know or according they to would, the standard. Like I, I I put my foot in my mouth a couple times because some I remember one girl her her mom came in and her mom wanted to come in and she was cool with that. So fuck it, we're not doing anything wrong. Mom comes in. And then after the fact, um, the mom's asking me like what I think of her daughter, and the daughter's also very excited to hear what I have to say. And I was like, oh, she has a very good potential, but I, like, I think her one downfall is that her lips are too big and her boobs are too rounded. If that makes sense. What, what do they you look like? A, they looked like a basketball cut in half and then just slammed on. Uh, were those fake breasts? Of course. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Uh-huh. But and with the lips had some the, sort of oh, injection. Lips were, yeah, done. Uh, th- like the whole body was done where the mom didn't really look like the daughter anymore because the daughter had done so much work. In in the because of this job, did it make you become more particular about women in general? I mean, about the way you looked at women. Uh, did you start yeah. to you uh, look I'm at women's really bodies good. differently? Not no. You weren't more uh, particular. Yes and, yes and no. Work-wise, yes, I'm particular. And I've gotten to the point where I'm saying not I'm, I'm trying to get more particular. Not work-wise, though. Not work-wise? Yeah. I don't really give a shit. You don't at all? No. So you don't care about bodies at all? I do to a point. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always joked, they can't be as big as me. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't mind a little thickness to a girl. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, all she has you don't to mind do a little is bit be of bas- You don't mind a little basketball to a girl, too? A little <laughs> A little bit of half basketball. If I'm not paying for them. <laughs> I, you know, like I, I like fake boobs, but I like real boobs too. It doesn't, I don't, mm-hmm. my preference is just willing and attractive. Mm-hmm. Did any, it, or did any women ever come in and did they ever smell? Ah, uh, there would be a couple that or we smell did. badly. I mean, yeah, there was a couple because every once really? in a while, um, what did it smell like? Before I actually took, as I was an assistant, they would hire me to be a uh, casting photographer for like special editions and some other stuff, where they'd set up these huge tents at the mansion on the on the tennis courts, and you'd have your own little bay, and there'd be you know five or six other photographers going, and there'd be hundreds of girls. It was like a festival. It's like Pretty a much. photo shoot festival. Yeah. Like we all had our little bay and our little backdrop and our lighting system. And I think they even gave out the lighting system back then. Like, we're, we're this certain. is what we want you to do. Uh-huh. And uh, by the end of the day, some of those girls that had been there and they didn't Were want, they going like, from tent to tent? No, no. They oh, just, they just didn't one, okay. But a lot of them wouldn't put on deodorant yeah. because they don't want the white to oh, show. sure. So sometimes by the end of the day, they've been sitting out in the sun for like two or three hours baking and moving around. And then after they've been moving around for five or ten minutes in this hot tent, then they want to give you a hug before they leave. And you're like, mm. I'm all right what, with it. What about their... <laughs> did their you let them rub it on? Did, did their butt smell at all or anything like that? Or? I never got close <laughs> enough. I mean, but you never, sm- <laughs> no, you never no. smelled like a butt smell. No, it was more of like a B.O. Just an armpit after, smell. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> or they'd have a lot of perfume on. Yeah. Too. Like some would put on enough perfume to kill an old lady. Yeah. They had clear deodorant back then, right? I'm sure they did. It was like four years ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm out of it. So going to something that you mentioned earlier about um, 
people always ask you, people always ask you, did you ever get erections when you were working? You claim that you never had an erection. It's not a claim. It's the truth. I'll speak the truth. <laughs> well, well, I mean, your claim is the truth. But yeah. <laughs> uh, you're, you, ne- you were saying you never, got, you never got aroused at all? There would, I mean, there would be those times. I mean, how would you know if a shot was good enough? Wouldn't you have to get aroused to some degree to know, oh, this is a good shot? I mean, you'd be like, no. Well, not, not arousal mentally or physically. It, if it was an arousal, it would be mentally because it would be stimulation from the viewing of the image. Not that she's sitting five feet away. I'm not. No, I'm talking about the images, though. Yeah, you never got aroused from the images. Not okay, most of the time because I'm looking at all the flaws and imperfections and where we could have done better at lighting. And so you're being really scientific about it. Very, yeah, um, yeah, and and then that's the way I look at it right now too. Like e- even if a girl's butt naked on the couch, I'm still looking like oh she's got a weird shadow on her face or. This has too much shadow, or oh shit, she had a breakout, and she or she didn't shave, or you know. But okay, let me just ask you this: Did you ever think that? Did you ever almost? Did you ever get a shot where you felt like you could have got an erection? Yeah, and then I usually get up and I high five the girl. Okay, so that's there, my connection to him. So I try not to like. You, I, you I try to high five. You would want not want to get an. You would if you knew you were about to get an erection. You knew that was a good shot. Yeah. So in other words, you were your body was helping but you judge. I joke judge. with them too. You I'm like, would... I joke with them when I'm shooting. I tell them, make me believe it because they're supposed to be turning on the viewer of the right. photo. And I'm like, act like you're sexy. Pretend I'm someone else. Pretend I'm your your lover, girl, boy, whatever, husband, you know, boyfriend. Think of that person. And there's like a little trick to get the gloss on the eyes for certain shots that I would say, and you both can do it right now. Close your eyes. And think of the dirtiest shit you did in bed last time. Look, you started smiling already because well, you're a little freak. No, well, I'm I'm smiling because I, I don't have anything <laughs> to, I don't have anything to call you know to call to you know. No, but anything any any experience like that one time that it was really really good for you. If you close your eyes and you open them, we all just did it anyway right there because your memory goes back to that. And you smiled quite a bit. You it's smiled funny. quite a bit. I'm gonna be honest with you. This is what I thought of. I thought of just nobody. I thought of a bed with nobody in it. Just poo in the bed. <laughs> When, oh, when you on. said that, I swear that's what I thought of. How you, I, is that involuntary? No, I think I think I just went to a comedic place with it in okay, my head, okay. you know, or or something that I would sure. think would, would be funny. Right. Now we know it's fetish. Because you said dirty. You said dirty. History. When you said dirty in bed, I just thought, okay, what's the dirtiest thing? Poo. <laughs> and then I, you said bed, and I just thought, poo in a bed. So I'm just thinking. That's what I thought. I, it wasn't even a sexual thing. I just yeah. thought I just thought poo in a bed. You know. See, you that's went what, straight to non-sexual too, even uh-huh. though we were talking about a pretty girl in bed. Well, I, I, I wasn't, I mean, the girl wasn't mentioned. I just, you said dirty thing in bed. I mean, I don't know. But um, so anyway, um, so you never really, um, so you almost got erections sometimes. No. But I mean, almost. But no. right when you were about to get it, you'd shut it down and go get my high five. Or no, I really don't. Like, uh, how about this? It's not a sexual but thing. But when you believed it, though, you would. No, it's just like, if I know that a shot's going to do really good and I just made the shot and it looks amazing on the back of my camera. I'm like, oh, and I get really excited. And I Sweet. like jump up and down and give the girl a high professionally, five. Professionally, you're excited. Okay. I'm professionally what about excited, this? but would you I ever, don't. Would you give an, get, ever get an erection, not because of being turned on sexually, but because you were excited about your work? No. You know, because you were excited I mean, about I the shot like, and it made you 
get hard. <laughs> like, even though I was an assistant for Playboy, I also worked for a bunch of other companies as an assistant. Yeah. So I'm, I've done everything that you can probably think of. No, no, I know. I'm saying. And I'm even saying, those sets? Have you ever been proud of a picture, though, <laughs> to the scary. point where you got an erection? No. Like just, on a professional I'm saying, on, level. On a, an even, aesthetic level. I mean, I'm, I'm talking on, like, compositionally. Like, you just thought, wow, this is some of my best work. It's making me so excited that I have a boner now or what? No. No? Okay. I think. It makes me excited, and then I tell people that this is going to give them a boner. Do you nice. ever look back at your work? Say the session's over. Maybe it's after work. You were kind of reviewing some of the photos mm -hmm. or whatever. Had, did you ever get erections then? Maybe half. Oh, you did? Half maybe half of erection. Oh, right. oh, half. Of, I thought you meant like half the photos. Half maybe, the erection. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You're saying the ones that halfway. And the ones like a half chub that the, would. And the ones that did. Oh, this the, is pretty good. The, 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 one, the, well. the pictures that gave you boners, you would move, they would move on. And then the other one, it was almost like a thumbs up, thumbs down, yeah. except it was a penis right. up, penis down, right? You ever get three quarter? No. <laughs> um, as far as I got. <laughs> okay. So you did get erections from the photos afterwards. Let me ask you this. And but normally not my own Brent. stuff because it, it's all like, I know you're trying to push to this. It just doesn't happen with me. I think yeah, I get it. Because it's like, uh, I don't even know I, how I to just explain can't, it. Here's the thing. I know that you, you eventually got kind of desensitized, right? Yeah. But initially you were not you couldn't have been desensitized from the beginning though right? no but I was just so fearful of my job that He's, I was so respectful okay like I look people in the eyes and that's not because I want to look you in the eye it's because most of the time they were naked so I had to force myself to stop trying to look down oh that trained you to look at people in the eyes in general yeah like I noticed uh, what was it it was a couple weeks ago I had an interview with a client and the eye contact was just getting like almost weird. It was too much. They they were providing it too. They were providing it, but it was like that he wanted to look away, but he couldn't type glitch you get. You hypnotized him. Did you ever this is kind of a personal question, go for would it. you did you ever did you ever masturbate to a photo Jeez. that you took? I'm sure I have. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you which one or uh -huh. when it was, mm -hmm. but I'm sure I have. But yeah, most of the time my work is not. My work is made for fifteen-year-olds to masturbate. No kidding. Really? Because they have clothes on. What? On a lot of my stuff, I. Well, shoot I'm talking with about clothes. the. Play, I'm talking about Playboy. When you were at Playboy. Uh, I can't. I don't know if I ever. I mean, before Playboy, yes. Before I went to work for them. I'm saying I had when. A stack no, no, when you work for. I'm saying some of the some of the stuff you took in the sessions. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I don't think that are. Uh, it's possible though. It's possible. Was there ever someone who came in where you thought? Okay, she's perfectly my type here, or she's perfectly. This is this is yeah. the most ideal woman I've ever a, there seen. There was a girl, yeah. Really? Yeah. And she I was the most ideal. I would have moved. I would have left my job and moved. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Explain this. But describe. It was only like describe a, this woman. A physically and like she was a really cool just, girl. Just on a physical level, though, she was perfect for you. Physical level, Physic she was perfect. What was why? What was she what? was petite, small breast, natural, um, great little bum on her, long legs. How tall was she? Probably like five, six, five, seven. Uh huh. And she, um, how much do you think she weighed? Maybe one hundred five, one ten. By the way, are you good at guessing people's weight because of, you know, what you were, uh, no, your work? Not on girls' weight. Really, you're not good at guessing weight. No. Or what about I men's weights? No, I'm uh -huh. just not good at it. Okay. Like, because they'll tell me they're okay. one thirty on their thing, and I'm like. You gotta at least be pushing one eighty. There's no fucking way you're thir one thirty. Wow, okay, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, so, um, 
So she was about what did you say, one fifteen or something like that? Yeah, somewhere in there. And um, just tall, slender. What was her? What was her br- hair like? What was her hair. skin tone? What was her skin tone like? A mocha. <laughs> mocha skin tone. Dark, nah, not mocha. Dark hair. Darker hair, yeah, brunette. And um, curly or straight? Depending on what day we were shooting her. What color was her eyes? Green. Did she move on? Yeah. Oh well, she went back home. No, and no, she no. did a little modeling, but no. Did she move on at Playboy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a playmate. Oh, she was a playmate. Oh, yeah. Okay. So huh. when she came in to the room, did you think, okay, this girl's definitely going to get approved by Hugh Hefner? Yeah. You did. Okay. Yeah. Are there some women who come in who you think these are going to be playmates of the year? Mm. I actually did that playmate ever happen. Of the month. Uh huh. But yeah. yes, there was one of one of the girls that I did a casting with, like just the Polaroid camera. Ended up becoming Playmate of the Year. Did you know that from the get-go? No, but I knew that she was hot and attractive. Mm-hmm. What makes someone have it to become Playmate of the Year or even the month? Who knows? Is there, like, is there, is is there, there a I mean, there's, there's more to it than just their, physica- their, their body, right? Or their face, right? Or is there something in them internally or what? No. Are there some it's, playmates just, of- it's an it factor and you can't explain the it factor. Like when you meet a girl mm-hmm. or... If you meet a girl on the street, you're either attracted to her, you're not attracted to her, or you don't have a feeling towards her either way, or you're over the top, like, stuttering because she's that attractive. Are there any Playmates of the Year that are not very nice? Not that I know of. They're all pretty nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the ones who make it that far are pretty good people. Yeah, because they got to get out there and do a lot of promotion. So it kind of helps. And, yeah, they the ones be... who but, – but there are – were there ever some models in Playboy – who weren't playboys of play or playmates of the month, but they didn't really have great personalities. Uh, I I only worked with playmates for the most part for the magazine. So well, yes, yeah. yes, but there were some playmates where I was like, hey, "You're a f- you're you're not a nice person." Mm-hmm. Mm. What were some mean things they would do? Oh, it was more like demanding stuff, mm-hmm. and they're just divas. Yeah, you know, and, and that, that didn't happen very often. But when it did happen. You took notice, and you're like, what the fuck did she just ask me to do? I got four C-stands, which are metal stands. Oh, I know. We know. Packing them into a house. I know and I- she's like, can you get me a Coke out of the cooler that she's sitting on? You know, and you're like, no, reach in there. I just got my nails done. I'm carrying all this weight up through all this shit to get this shit done. Get your own. But wouldn't mess up her nails. Huh? I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, move around. Kick it with your thumb. Yeah. Like, do something. How about this? Were there ever... Did you ever see any boners on on the set at all? Hell yeah. Not your own, just other people's. No. You never <laughs> saw a single boner. No. Had you, you ever never heard saw... about a boner? I mean... I have had. heard about them. Oh, yeah. you've heard about boners? No. Not on set. No? No. You I never... Okay, what about some of the... Main photographers. I never say that word, by the way. What? The B word. Go ahead. <laughs> the, the main photographers, did you, are there any stories that the main photographers would become involved with the models romantically or mm. have an erection? Not while I was there. You never saw a photographer have an erection shooting? Mm-mm. Was there a lot of inappropriate sort of talk with you photographers just all together? You guys would probably hang out together, have, have a drink and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, we're open about what we talk about. Oh, do you guys get pretty um, raunchy about talking about the women and stuff? Yeah, and sometimes it just, like, we've had a couple girls, like, right now at my house, I have a little office, and, like, at night, I'll have friends over, and I got a couch in there, and so we'll sit and watch TV or while I'm working and retouching. 
or editing or doing whatever I'm doing. And we've had a couple girls come through and the, we'll start talking model stuff. And then it sort of just turns into like, she's got a sugar daddy. I can't understand why she's not paying. She's trying to get everything for free. Don't do that. You know. And this is you and a bunch of bunch of this guy photography, photography buddies. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's pretty much all my friends are. When a woman didn't move on at Playboy, would you try to approach her to take to do work with her outside of Playboy? Um. Whoa. Every once in a while. Good ass question. Yeah. No. Like. Um, when I was an assistant, um, I also started shooting for what they called Playboy Cyber Club back in the day, which is now sold off and it's Playboy Plus. But since I was still learning, I really, like, I love photography. Like, this is not just my hobby. It's my passion and my job. Mm-hmm. Like, if if someone asks me what I want to go do, I want to go shoot. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to come home and edit at all. <laughs> uh-huh. um, oh, crap. I just had a stoner moment. What were we talking about? Well, about oh, approaching them, uh, getting, right. getting, you know, working with some of these models that yeah. didn't move on at Playboy, you know, be doing your own shoots with them. Yeah, I would if they didn't mm-hmm. make it. You shoot a lot of women anyway. I mean, outside of Playboy, you shot. Yeah, a lot. I mean, is that I, because you had worked with women a lot in at Playboy that you were used to working with women, and that's why you, you've shot a lot of women outside of yeah. Playboy? Yeah, no, and even today, like yeah, I shoot probably ninety five percent women. Yeah, and because it's. For me, I I have the work to back it up. Yeah. But all my guy stuff is mostly client paid. Mm-hmm. Like someone paid me to shoot this dude. And like very rarely do I do a test shoot with a guy. Um, Unless a client wants it. Now, when not talking Playboy, but shooting women on, you know, on your own terms or whatever... That's when you do ask them out sometimes if you feel yes. like there's a connection. At the end, mm-hmm. if there's something, and I don't ask, a lot of times it's not an ask out. Yeah. It's a, would you be interested in right. hanging yeah. out? And how often do you think they seem interested? Or do how often? Actually, you, do you ever date any? I mean, do, you, do has anyone ever been your girlfriend? Go on. And, and before that, what percentage of the people do you think you take that shot and ask them out or yeah. ask if they're interested. Yeah, how often do what, you ask How them? often? How often what percentage of the yeah, girls? Uh, of the women do you ask out? When it's all or said and do done. Or do you maybe, suggest? Maybe 35%. Okay, th- a third. Out a third, of the year? And, how many, and how many girls a year? I joke around the whole shoot that we're going to be dating later. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, I joke. And like, yeah. even if they're married, like at right. the beginning of my shoots. <laughs> and they like that? Yeah. But at the beginning of my shoots, a bit. I tell them, like, I'm going to hit on you the whole day. Like, I understand you got someone else. This is not... If I cross a line, let me know right away because it'll only be in words. Mm-hmm. It won't be in, like, anything. Okay. Um, and then there's been a couple that, you know, have either played back into it or um, I just thought they were really cool chicks. And, like, as we're shooting and as they're changing or, you know, getting their makeup done, we're able to chat every once in a while if I'm not lighting or doing something else. So you get to know them a little. And then, you know, you find out, like, Oh, do they have a boyfriend? Do they have kids? Do they have a husband? You know, it's sort of you get to know just by you know introducing yourself. How do you meet them. these women too? That I shoot? Yeah, they either contact me, and sometimes I contact them. And what do you shoot? Do you, how do you contact them on Instagram? Instagram, yeah. Facebook, most of the time Instagram. And you just say, but I'm, I'm finding a, I'm a photographer. I used to work for Playboy. I you know blah blah blah. Nah, I don't mention any of that stuff. Oh, you don't? Okay. No. Well, you just say I'm. I'd like to shoot you. It says LA based photographer. <laughs> oh, and just and it's on my account, and then your oh, account on your because you have an Instagram account that where you post a lot of your work. Yeah, with, with have women. you seen it? Have you? I, I haven't seen it. No. Okay, here. And 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 what are they? 
what why do they want to do it just well, gets them known and stuff I'm not that bad of a photographer. Oh, I'm sure you're great. I just mean... <laughs> and... Um, or do you have... You got 160,000. Oh, because your followers. account is popular, and so yeah, it's good uh, exposure for them. Plus, oh, I've okay. shot a lot of girls that have are influencers or have influence that these other girls want to be them, mm-hmm. so they might be willing to pay my wage just to get the opportunity to shoot with me. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they'll meet me up at, like, a meetup, or um, I've been working with this one guy that he opens up his house to us every... Once a month, he's got a big old house. Yeah, thirty-five. It, yeah, go ahead. Thirty-five percent of the women you ask out or whatever, how? What percentage of the, that of those women do they actually end up you go on a date with? Two to five percent. Oh, really? Small. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But I don't. Lo- I don't push, and I don't. What's like, the longest relationship you ever had because of meeting someone you worked with? Well, I mean, if it's sexual, probably like three, four months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If it's friendship. I've had some friends here or girls that I've shot back in the day that I'm still acquaintances with and shoot mm-hmm. here and there. Do you feel like photography has made it so that you've been able to meet women that you might not have been able to meet otherwise? Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't hang out with any of the girls I shoot if mm-hmm. I didn't, you know. They're not in the circle I would run in. Does that does that is that exciting? No. It's sort of irritating sometimes. Really? Because you see what kind of cool shit they get to go do. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't have a vagina, so Mm -hmm. I can't pay for it. (laughs) Now, what's in the stuff that's not for Playboy, do you get more explicit? Mm-mm. Do you have you done more explicit work? So it's no. it's on the same level as Playboy, kind of as far as that goes. It seems, seems even more covered. It's way more covered. Uh huh. Especially since I left Playboy. Mm-hmm. What's the point? Right. You know, like it made a point and it made sense for me to shoot nudes when I was um, working for them. Yeah. Because I could submit them. Um, I could go. You know, go somewhere else with them. Um, I could. Um, there was just an opportunity for them to be published under a reputable company. Mm-hmm. Now. There's a couple good startups out there, but, you know, nobody with the name. Is there one woman in your mind, and maybe it's the one we talked about earlier, that you think to yourself, she'll, she'll always be the ultimate woman I've ever seen before? No, <laughs> I hope that every girl is better than the last. So you've never, there's not one person that comes to mind where you think she was the best of all? No, mm-hmm. not yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said that you've, Worked in all kinds of situations. Yeah, what do you mean by that? If you you like never... as a photo assistant or as a photographer, both. As a photo assistant, I mean, I've done shoots or not shoots. As a photo assistant, I was on shoots mm-hmm. for like Twisties and uh, Bang Brothers and Brazzers. So and... this is perno- This is uh, well. I mean, I guess Playboy's pornography as well. But this is these are that more hard. These are more hardcore yeah. stuff. Mostly only girls. Um, but some with men, too. No, I never... Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've never seen a boner Are those magazines? Side. Oh, right. Uh, mostly websites. Oh, websites. Videos. Yeah. And they were for... Uh, video content. Some, some video, but a lot of stills. Stills for websites. Because that's what I did right. as a photo assistant. And it was for photographers that I worked for. So this was explicit stuff. Some of it, yeah. That stuff didn't get make you aroused at all? It made me more nervous than anything. Really? You got nervous? Yeah. Oh, well, how so? Why? I, just because I didn't know what to do or where I could look. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I remember the first shoot I did with this photographer, and he, he was shooting for twisties. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what twisties was. While well, I was sitting in the car, um, I asked 
one of the other assistants, I was like, What's, what is this? And he's like, I think it's a an adult site that we're shooting for today. And I was like, is dudes involved? And he's like, no, I don't think so. I was like, okay, cool. Um, and then about halfway through the shoot, I was sent out to the girl's car to get a backpack. And up to now, I'd never seen him shoot anything past just nude. No open leg stuff, no nothing. And I bring back in this backpack, and this girl dumps out this backpack on the table, and it's like 15 different dildos, sizes, you know, vibrators, whatever else. And I was just like, oh, what the fuck are we doing now? Um, and then when is we your, were... Is your attitude like that, where you're kind of apprehensive? Or yeah. are you at all kind of thinking, this is kind of... This is intriguing. No. No. I'm thinking this is going to ruin my sex life, which is porn. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, no. But, like, even then, like, when... Because we were filming and he was doing stills at the same time, so we had to be quiet, and I turned my back. Oh, did you? Yeah, and just Wait. looked at him. And why? Because why did I need to watch what she was doing? Just made you uncomfortable. See what was going. Yeah, on. Yeah, just made me uncomfortable. And I, I, I've have I've had friend. I have a friend that was married to a porn girl, and I went to a couple of like podcast live showing stuff that she did with them, and. I just felt awkward. Like, oh, that's my buddy's friend, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or that's my buddy's girlfriend right now. Yeah. And she's riding this machine on God knows what. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I was doing like, I was working for a couple of photographers that did Anchor Blue and Pack Sun and like Coles uh, and stuff like that that was all catalog mm-hmm. had kids and to adults like newborns to adults for their catalogs and everything have you ever met Hugh Hefner yeah multiple times oh really oh yeah did you present stuff to him yeah every person? once in a while yeah I'd have to drive stuff what was he him. not like was he whenever I had to deal with him he was very kind mm-hmm. and I never heard course words from him mm-hmm mm. You He's know. not a crude man. Did not you, that I know of. Did you ever see him um, in action, uh, working? You know, mm. did you ever see him like looking I, at you know photos and making notes and things like that? No, you ever see him I would just see that? the after effect. What was he wearing when you saw him? Normally his pajamas. Really? Yeah. Like those. He would always like wear the. Pajamas. He would always wear the. Yeah, the, or purple the, ones. The yeah. robe. Yeah. He wore the robe. Yeah. He always wore that. Yeah. Wore I that mean, every once in a while you'd see him. He never came to the office. Okay. I, I've worked at the studio in Santa Monica, I think, a little under seven years. And I think he came to the office there once or twice, and it was when they were filming Girls Next Door. Uh, mm-hmm. So you would go to the mansion? Yeah. You went to the mansion a lot? Yeah, always for work, though. You never went for leisure? I only got to go for leisure once I became the casting photographer. Mm-hmm. And they allowed me to go to um, Midsummer's party at the mansion and I think I went to one or two other ones there but all the rest was just work mm-hmm. what were the parties like or the, that party what was it like I mean it was fun what do they do there open bar it's just people talking and <laughs> yeah, stuff or, yeah. I, I mean, mean they have they sometimes have like an entertainer on the stage for you know a minute what kind of entertainer comedians like Drake or something <clears throat> yeah I think like they were musicians rappers? oh yeah musicians or rappers I'm sure they've had rappers there. There were always rappers. There were always rappers there. Rappers or rockers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> okay. 
um, <laughs> or rap rockers. Mm. Um, and uh, are there playmates that hang out at these parties? Oh yeah, uh, but they're just dressed in normal clothing or what? Um, a lot of them would be hired for the parties. Uh-huh, to wear so it's bunny a job outfits for them. Yeah, to they wear, wear bunny, bunny outfits, outfits uh-huh. and walk around. And then, um, you know, of course, there's the ones that just got tickets and they're there and having fun mm-hmm. and dressed up in you know what they their and, attire. And Hugh Hefner would he be the the life of the party or what? Or would he just watch from a window from the West Tower? Or you know, I like didn't that? pay that much attention mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. that point. I'm I'm not sober anymore. Once I get there. <laughs> right. Would you? Would, is there was there a hot tub there at the party? No. Like Nobody hangs pool, out. In the pool hot... was off limits most of the time. Oh, really? There's no hot tub. There is the grotto. Oh. oh yeah, the grotto. Do people hang out in there? Not that I know of. Did, you, of... did you bring your trunks? In no. Case? Hell no. No. <laughs> like this, no. This belly hasn't seen sun for like four years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did anybody else bring their trunks? I have no idea. What is the grotto? Just a big enclosed rock hot tub. Mm. You never, you didn't go in there to see it. I mean, I've been in there a thousand times. No, but when it was being used, never. No, no. so you never saw. Okay, I never got to see the action. Just out of curiosity, in action at the at the mansion at this party. Were there ever any men in speedos walking around with bow ties? Not that I remember. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have you? Is that your fantasy? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that you know you you, t- you take that and you uh, double it up with a bed with poo in it. There you Oof. go. Now Game you're now on. you're speaking my language. <laughs> so um, did you? Uh, um, are you fascinated? You you like shooting bodies? I like shooting people. You like shooting people? Yeah. Why people and not other stuff? There's emotion. There's. There's some personality, I guess. Yeah, or there's, there's something I, to well, work I guess there's personality, of. too, in You know, it makes my too. job more fun, too, if I get to be able to talk with you and fuck sure. with you and mm-hmm. just have fun during the day. But it's not about bodies, though, in particular. No, no. I mean, or, or yes, the shapes it needs, of to, be, it needs to be fit and proportional for me. That's mm-hmm. it. So, um, and do you have a preference, men or women, as far as shooting goes and bodies go? I mean, I shoot a lot more women than I do men, but it's because also because... That's your experience. My experience, plus a lot of my friends are in the glamour industry. So if we get together, normally it's, hey, I got this location. Can you get three to four girls and we'll all go shoot? And there'll be five to six of us photographers. And we'll try to get, you know, at least 10 girls to show up. And then we'll just trade. And, like, everybody gets to shoot this girl. And, you know, or if there's time, you know, and you just try to get as much content as you can. And then some of us will submit it to magazines and some of us just goes to Instagram. Oh, so do you ever uh, submit to magazines and it gets published? Oh, all the time, yeah. Uh-huh. What kind of magazines? Lowrider magazines or what? Um, I don't. I think. I think it might have been the Lowrider once, but I don't. I mm-hmm. can't remember. Um, they're, they're, they're usually women in bathing suits. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. With a car. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, do you guys? Do you get fancy cars for your shoots? Every once in a while, yeah. Where do you get those from? Either people I've met mm-hmm. or. What's the fanciest car you ever got? Shot with. I mean, a couple weeks ago, I shot Liberty with a Bugatti. Uh-huh. Oh, um, those are pricey, huh? Yeah, a couple million. You ever shot with a Ferrari? Yeah. Have you ever thought to shoot with a car like a Ford Escort, like a '94 yes. Ford Escort, just as a kind of a yeah. funny contrast Sweet. or something like that? I was actually looking at the Ford mm-hmm. Flex because one of my buddies owned one, mm-hmm. as trying to make that the new. Because I'm, I'm really trying to start moving my work into more commercial and advertising. Mm-hmm. Because girls don't pay. Uh 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 (laughs) And clientele that wants sexy hot girls is 
smaller than, you know, AT&T or Adobe or any of those bigger companies. Yeah. So I was looking at the Ford Flex because I might be able to, like, manipulate that into making it look like an old Woody from back in the day. Like, your surfboard's on top. Everybody's getting out of the back. But it'd be more of more lifestyle shots mm-hmm. than here's a really sexy babe at the back in a sweet little bikini. Right. You know? What I mean, though, is do you ever get a, do you ever get a sexy babe and have her standing next to a Honda Accord? Yeah. Or something no, like that. Not unless yeah, I'm just joking as, around. Okay, just joking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'll put it on my my story for Instagram, could, like sweet ride for today. What about that as an as an almost an art project? You know, getting kind of really plain cars, common. plain common cars, and having really you know glamorous or attractive looking women. Next I mean, you could do that, but pretty much just got a hot well, import well, night for a night and you're done. Or check this out. What if you got mm. a really fancy car? You get a Lamborghini Countach, and you have some you know some some woman or man who's maybe not terribly in, in shape and having standing having them posing next to that that would cost money because <laughs> uh-huh. if it doesn't help me what's the point because those out of shape people are pretty pretty in demand yeah <laughs> pretty expensive. you're not gonna you know like look at tv you don't see a lot of bigger people on it you don't see it in magazine ads you don't see it in magazine editorials you can see it in the tabloids and all that other places so do you want to shoot men more or what yeah, here and there. Mm-hmm. I need to. I need to start reaching out and going to other places. What kind of men do you want to shoot? Alpha males? Most likely. <laughs> I mean, not like, but like, not the gym rat. Right. I don't want the but gym you do rat. Want, you want to, sh- you want to shoot fit men. Yeah. They, they, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to see a gut on them. Mm-hmm. You know, if a shirt's hanging, I don't want to see the little, because I don't want to have to Photoshop it. Uh-huh. Photoshop the gut? Yeah. How do you do that? You can make them flat, flat stomached. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you done that? Yeah. Oh, really? I do. Too. In which like, case? All the girls. Oh, all the girls you've made them have flatter stomachs than. Well, if they need it. Oh, really? Yeah, their butts are bigger. Their are boobs they ever... are bigger? Their... Oh, really? Are are they, they, oh, are... you make their boobs and butts bigger if they want it. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? You ever do it without asking? No. I so try the... to keep them as close as possible. And I'll do my first retouch and send it to him. Like I just, okay. I, I just did this with a girl yesterday. I sent her a whole bunch that I already gotten done for that she, you know, paid for, and she sent it back. And she asked me to bring in her waist more, make her booty a little bigger, really? or more rounded. So how how much in the media do you think? What percentage of the media does this kind of stuff? Ninety five percent. Ninety five percent. So. The standard to which people compare themselves is totally it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. Oh, it's super unrealistic. And yet, people strive for that and do achieve it to some degree yeah. too. And I mean, which is kind of interesting, right? That fate that that there's a sta- an unrealistic standard that people are be- making realistic, which is creating a a, a weird cycle mm-hmm. of unrealistic expectations, right, for bodies. Oh yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. They either go to the doctor or mess it up or just. Insane discipline. All the little apps that are on your phone now to skin blur and, you know, push your hips in and do all this other stuff. I mean, it looks like crap when you do it through your phone. And most, I would say, 99% of the photographers that you're approaching notice that you skin blur your face because all your details are gone. Do you think makeup is unnecessary? Sometimes. Uh Uh-huh. I don't like that it's two different people. Uh Uh-huh. I don't, like, I would rather find a girl... It's just naturally beauty that needs a little, a little accent, mm-hmm. 
not fucking caked on like a Kardashian you get tranny. That? You get that sometimes? Or tranny. Wait, do you think that the Kardashians wear too much makeup? Uh, if in the photos that I've been shown, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Can you tell when you look at photos who's wearing a lot of makeup? Oh, yeah, because it's a different color tone. Uh-huh. It's a different palette. You have different ridges in your face that all of a sudden they're accentuating them with their bronzer and their highlighters, and it, it's a different person. Do they use body makeup? Or do, did you guys use body makeup for all those other shoots? Every once in a while. Like makeup on legs and stuff? Just just for like a tattoo or something. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Do you, did they ever put makeup on butt cheeks? I'm sure if they had a zit or something, oh, they really? probably would have. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. Like uh-huh. just a quick little. Mm, what about up. makeup in a butt crack? I don't know. <laughs> has, has, a, has a crack ever been accentuated in Photoshop or in, with makeup? Like to make it bigger? <laughs> to make the crack like longer? <laughs> Come on, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> what about um? Are do you ever are you allowed to? S- tell people I'd like to make a directorial choice here for you to not wear makeup or or something like that yeah yeah you do. especially on my personal projects or my yeah. te- my test shoots which are pretty much my personal projects yeah because if I'm testing with a girl I either really like her look and I want to meet her get her in my book or put her on my Instagram because she's got a really big following and I think she's attractive um so yeah what's the craziest thing that's ever happened at a photo shoot be it at Playboy or personal? Anywhere. Or anywhere. Uh, the biggest thing. I mean, we've knocked, like, we're, what was it? A kid was carrying, a, one of our interns at one point was carrying a C-stand, and he knocked a uh, painting off the wall that was worth a couple million. Oh. A couple million? Yeah. Was this in the, a house? Yeah, one of the luxury, like, mansions up in, like, Beverly Hills or something. Oh, what, my, and, what, oh. was for what? Was this for Playboy? Yeah, it was a uh-huh. Playboy shoot. So they shoot at mansions usually. Uh, well, back in the day, we had two big ass studios that they built most of the sets in. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, like it's location driven. Mm-hmm. What happened to the painting? I'm sure it was replaced, or the insurance covered it, or something. Did it break it? it, ruined it. it? Oh, it ruined it. Yeah. It How like, did it ruin it? Like ripped it. Oh, wow. Down through that the kid season. must have felt terrible. Oh, yeah, it was his last what? day. It was? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you wow. You can't do that and keep a job. But why wow. wouldn't they have it higher up or more protected? I have no idea. I mean, that's a big money. Yeah. Wow. I mean, but you go into your house, what do you have low that might, like yeah. you could knock off the counter and it's worth a little money? What, was the owner pretty upset about it? Very understanding. Really? Yeah. The, most was, of the places that we who, rented. Who, we are were, the, who, are the, who owns these mansions? Are they celebrities or what? It was through a location company that we would get them. And yeah, they were usually well like money managers or have you they had very they had a wealth to them you sh- you <laughs> have you shot celebrities i've started to did you shoot at playboy any celebrities um as an assistant never as a photographer mm-hmm. so you saw them getting shot and yeah like li- we did brian them. singer there was uh shamar williams um who was there was there was a like um flava flave um, there was a bunch of celebrities that I was part of their shoots, but uh, nothing, nothing that I got out of it. Mm-hmm. But I have like I've shot Tim V. Murphy for one of my buddies because uh, he was a part of a HBO um, pilot mm-hmm. that they were trying to submit to him. So I got to shoot him for my book, which I was super excited about. I gotta have a question. You know how some people you um, you know you don't care for their 
personalities because mm-hmm. they're you know I don't know maybe their values are I don't know not quite um, you know they they don't really have very redeeming qualities really. yeah do you ever hate shoot them <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> um I have a problem with talking under my breath so oh, really like when I was mic'd up a couple times for a couple different shows. And luckily, the sound guy was my buddy, <laughs> and he would take turn off my mic when I was shooting, on purpose, mm-hmm. because I would sit there and be like, "God damn it, no, they fuck another left hand, you fucking idiot!" Oh, really? You know, wow. like when you've gone over something so many times with a person, and you're just to that breaking point. So I would just mumble under my breath okay. as I'm taking pictures. Yeah, okay, wow. I, I got a lot of questions here. So there, <laughs> there's, did you, have you ever? There's two ways that it, what there's two ways I meant hate shoot. Okay. okay? One way is, have you ever disliked somebody so much that you really wanted to capture a sort of uh, a strong feeling that you had in yourself about the way you disliked them in the in the photo? I'm not saying make them look bad, but you channeled the energy that you had, the animosity that you might have felt, and channeled that to create an interesting piece of. Or, or an interesting photo, or, no. or, or a photo with it, some energy in it. You know? No, I never no. done that. Okay, then the other one is: Have you ever kind of been happy to make them look a little bad in the photo? Yes. Oh, you have. Whoa. Okay, yeah. I've, I mean, I have like one example is uh, yeah. one of my friends up in Canada, Facebooking with her. She starts mouthing off. We're good friends though. So I mouth back off to her, and she's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'll just make you fat in your photos. And she's a fitness model, Mm -hmm. so she's like, you better not. So I gave her, you know, eight months of pregnancy and a Molson in her hand and uh, turned it into a beer ad for her. But that's a joke, though. I mean, that was a joke between friends. Yeah. But have you ever been working? But you fixed it. No, I still have it on my phone. But you, it's they, a joke. It's okay. a joke. It's a, that, was, that was a yeah, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, have, but it looks real. Have you ever been working with someone? You probably wouldn't want to admit this anyway. But the like, if you've been working you, with some, care. if you've been working with someone who you don't like, because and you don't know they're not you're not friends with them, right? Yeah. And you kind of want to try to get some bad angles on them uh, that don't. The, the, you want to ha- you try to get less flattering angles for them. Normally, I just shoot less. Uh huh. And I don't care as much. You give them little time. So you just little less time. You just, you just give them less good stuff. And that's only if they've paid me. If they're not paying, see, ya, get out the door. And uh, so, um, did you? Okay, so you don't try like, but you never intentionally try to get bad shots of no, them or unflattering no, shots because of them and stuff. Even if I make them look horrible and it goes viral, that still makes me look horrible for that photo. Sure. <laughs> right. It, it doesn't look good on you. And I retouch all my own stuff because mm-hmm. I don't trust anybody else. Right. Even though there's tons of guys out there that can do exactly what I'm doing for me perfectly mm-hmm. and save me a ton of time. But so far I haven't. Are there certain angles that are particularly uh, you want to stay away from, you know, uh, low angles or something like that? Um, or what? It really depends on the pose. Mm-hmm. Like I shoot lower or I shoot from my knees in a squatted position more than I do standing straight up. Oh, really? And yet, women, when they take pictures of themselves, they usually have a high angle on, on them, right? That's to hide their body. I'm showing right. their body. Right, right They right. hide their body and show their boobs mm-hmm. and then tweak their head to where it just looks the skinniest. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Selfies 101. Yeah. And then, so, um, but, so you, there are, are there any particular angles that are just bad to shoot from? 
or they all can work if the, you make it, them work. Yeah, it, it really depends on your situation. Like me sitting straight across from me shooting right here works now. But mm-hmm. if it's a different situation, it might not work. Mm-hmm. You ever pull? You ever been driving and you pull over because you see something you want to photograph, like an animal or oh, a yeah. nice tree or something? Yeah. Yeah. If I had my camera with me, I pulled over all kinds of places. And what? And do you ever photograph animals? Amphibians? Yeah. yeah. If I, I mean, depend. Like we were out in South Africa last mm-hmm. year, or I was out in South Africa last year, and I shot a lot of animals with my camera. What did you get? <laughs> well, we got to go in with the rhinos. Um, they took us through like multiple security checks at this reserve that we were at. And then we got within, at one point we were within like 10 yards of it, the rhinos. In a vehicle or? On? Like, I was just standing out in the field. Is that dangerous? Yeah. Because they can run up to like 40 miles an hour and they're huge. They got a little horn on them too. Is, is no, because the of the poaching. Oh. Do you ever shoot yourself? Yeah. You do? I have. How do you or, do that? You set up a why'd you timer say, Why'd you sound sad about that? Well, because the couple times I've done it, I've actually just had like a 50 or a 35 millimeter lens on, and I just, ooh, this is sort of cool lighting. I stand in, and I grab the camera and do a selfie with it. Oh, okay. Um, or the last time I did photos, I set it all up, and then one of my other buddies that, he does photography as a hobby right now, I called him, and I said, hey, could you come over for a little while? Like, like let's hang out. And he came over and everything was set up. And I was like, so I need you to push this button and focus it. Nice. And he's like, do you need me to do anything else? I was like, no, everything else I'm doing myself. <laughs> nice. can, do you feel like you can learn a lot from just looking at someone's photo? Yeah. About the person? Um, yes think, and no. Do you think you can tell a lot about who they are on the inside based on what they look like on the outside? I can sometimes. No. 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 So people can easily trick people, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you try to, when you shoot people, do you try to get at the truth of that person or do you just try to get at the facade? Or no, it depends on how long the shoot is with them. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to know the real person. I, you know, you, like I joke with them all the time. Like, what do you, wh- why are we doing this? Your sugar daddy could have paid this. And then I find out if they'll either say, I don't have a sugar daddy or I'm not like that. If they said they didn't have a sugar daddy, they don't. If they said, I'm not like that, they've got a couple. <laughs> Same thing as if a girl calls me honey or sweetie or sugar. The only girls that talk to me that way are strippers and hookers. Which one are you? Mm-hmm. You know, because they don't use real names because they have too many of them. Do you ever try to, as you get to know a model, do you ever try to get a pose or an angle that really kind of sh- reflects who they are, what you've gotten to know from talking to them, and then... No, them, and then tell them, I really like this one because this one's you. No, I wouldn't. But I have added stuff in that means something to them mm-hmm. to make it more authentic to them. Like if we're shooting in their house, um, like they have a coffee mug that their mom got them or something weird. Like I'll do a photo shoot with that. So they have, you know, it brings more emotion to the picture for them. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I shoot hot girls. <laughs> what are you going to, you know, hot's Ooh. hot. You can't show how evil they are. You can't come, show how nice they how, are. Just out of curiosity, how come you don't like to shoot um, less conventional-looking women, I guess you would say? From the upbringing. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, when I, I started at Playboy. Right. Like, there was a standard. Right, I have right, a shirt right. that right, says, right. look pretty, really, really big on the front. Mm-hmm. And it says, I'm judging you. Mm-hmm. Joel Flora Photography. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you make that? Yeah. <laughs> you had that made by yourself? 
but because your background at Playboy, that's sort of made you less interested in un- more uh, varied bodies. Yes, mm-hmm. but not well, just, not in your personal life. Though. Not my personal life. Yeah, not your personal life, but, but professionally, professionally yeah. like there's a standard that like right now I'm even trying to break that standard and go lo- like higher up on my standards. Um, trying to get higher up on your standards, uh-huh. huh? Yeah. What does that mean? Well, going more commercial. A lot of commercials don't have fake boobs, so I got to get rid of those girls. Uh huh. You know, can't you just like do that in touch up in editing? Can you make? Yeah, but the clothes fit them differently. In Photoshop, Copy. can you make fake breasts look real? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that? Wait, liquify and liquify. What's this liquifying you're talking it's about? It's a tool so that just makes you do whatever you want to your you body. You can just shift and shape. I can make you into an Asian woman. <laughs> By just like, because they have like, you can move the bridge, you can move the eyes, wow. you can move the mouth, you can, then you just like bloat or suck in or push in. Okay. If but I, it manipulates your background. And if you're not good at it, you can notice it right away. If, right. A, if a half basketball wow. looks, is what a fake breast looks like, what is, what ball does a real breast look like? A pear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a fruit. It's flavorful. <laughs> Does uh, Hugh Hefner have the it? I'm guessing. <laughs> well, I just you met him. I don't know if he had the it factor or not. I mean, he's made his. He was a boss. So that's he's all a I gentle. He was a gentle guy. Yeah. Were you sad? When, were you sad when he died? Pat, when he died? I mean, I didn't work for the company at the time, but I wasn't. It sucked. Mm-hmm. But you know, it is what it is. You ever photograph? You ever photograph anything like really odd? What's like the weirdest thing you've done? Oh, a girl brought a concept to me and I shot it. And it was really, for me, it was out there. Because I always make my stuff very clean lighting and pretty, which, you know. What was her concept? It was a for a reef barrier thing for like oil and like protesting the oil. So we put up this black sweep and I made like a little kiddie pool at the bottom. And then we dumped gallons upon gallons of maple syrup over her and then she was holding the white piece of coral all like curled up in like cross legs fetal position with a piece of coral of white coral in front of her was she clothed no but she wasn't implied so you couldn't see anything but it was just that that all that maple syrup where'd you get all the syrup she brought it she bought it from some she's a cook oh so she got it from some sort of oh this is these are promotional photographs for her work as a cook no it was a protest thing for like keep your beaches clean and get the oil out why she was she nude or was she in a bathing suit or something no she was nude why because i guess she didn't want to ruin clothes with the maple syrup right and the maple syrup covered a whole body and the way she was sitting you couldn't even see shape of breast because the knees were copying mm-hmm. what do you do, do you, how did she get that off do, do your parent do you, shower are you close with your parents yeah uh do they admire your work I think they like it. That's a good one. Does your dad really admire your work? No, my dad's very conservative. Oh, he is. Yeah, it really? took him. It took him a while to come around to me going to Playboy. Really? Like I just loaded my car and said, "I'm going to do so it." He wasn't. He wasn't excited about that. No, I mean he's come around. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I got a brother and two sisters How, underneath did, me. Are they interested in your work? Um, was your brother kind of excited about Playboy? I mean, the, the, yes and no. He was younger. Like he's, he's younger than he's you, right? conservative, like my dad. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. Are you? What about your mom? I'm is the oldest. Live? My mom and like looks at my stuff and will tell me no matter what I show her um, if she likes it or not. 
Mm-hmm. And my one of my little sisters says she feels like a lesbian every day when she looks at my Instagram feed and likes my picture mm. because she's like, I like all your pictures, but they're all hot girls. So I feel like a lesbian. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh huh. So you you haven't gotten sick of um, shooting good looking people? No. Uh huh. I just once you do, do you think you're going to start shooting less attractive people? No. <laughs> the less attractive doesn't make money. Uh-huh. The reason I'm behind the camera, not in front of it. Oh, so you're <laughs> you're motivated more by. Uh, Business. Fun- business, yeah. Business, yeah. yeah. Business is my, is my drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. I'm losing weight right now in hopefully getting another job, but I know they look at me in a certain way, the weight I'm at. Wait, wait, who, what job? It's just a random photography job. Oh, even as a photographer? Tw- Twisties men. No, I'm just Yeah. Wait, you need to lose weight to be a photographer? Because for their videos and their travels, they want me to be skinnier. Well, they want it because they want to do behind the scenes. They want to do behind the scenes footage of me, and they want to follow me around the world doing it, and they're going to pay for it. But I have to lose like, uh, what was it? About two hundred pounds. Did they tell you this? Yeah, they told you two hundred. They paid for me to go to the doctor. What what doctor? Like to get a surgery done? No, I'm doing it with food. Oh, nice. So I'm down thirty-seven since I've been. I started on uh, February first. And you feel better? How much have you lost? Thirty-seven pounds. Yeah, and you so you have a hundred and whatever to go. One hundred and sixty yeah. something. One hundred sixty-three. Yeah, sixty-three. Yeah. And I'm drinking these little juice box that are full of like shake replacement meals. And are you being disciplined? Yeah. What's up with that? Do you exercise? Play tennis? Oh hell no, not that type of stuff. Just like, being on discipline. Like I'm not eating any food that doesn't the doctor right. doesn't give me. Does being on this diet make you want to shoot food more? No, but I'm starting to find it arousing. Oh, you get erections. I'm from starting food. to feel and like I'm you, starting you to get see almost why erections. people get aroused by food. Really? Uh-huh. Like, oh, really? Shit. You feel something when you see certain pictures of food, or when you I see foods or smell. But you food. actually yeah. get turned on. Donuts, whatnot. not turned on, but like. But have you ever thought about shooting food the way you shoot women? Because especially with this frame of mind right now that you're in. But the food. Uh, no. What about shooting food next to a Ferrari? <laughs> just like a plate sitting on the hood yeah, something like yeah. and the whole emphasis is on the steak or a Ford Escort yeah <laughs> yeah or a Ferrari, yeah whatever's in the parking lot yeah, that what's day. the what's the one what's the food right now that you would just if you had to photograph something just kind of nasty what would you if I had to photograph something probably like food. a burger or something that's what you kind of want no I just I the minute I decide that I'm gonna cheat I'm gonna go to don't Vegas eat. and go to a buffet don't think when you it. shoot nudes do you think I want to shoot something nasty or I want to shoot something elegant most of the time I want to shoot something elegant but you sometimes want to shoot something nasty if the girl's nasty yeah <laughs> has anybody ever told like you every that? once in a while I'll, oh sorry no no go go, go go every once in a while like if if I've seen like I have worked with some actresses in the adult industry but I've never shot the adult stuff for them mm-hmm. but I've often thought, like, well, what would happen if I just left this, like, asked her if she wanted to do a set? But I'm, I don't. Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Asked her if she wanted to do a set? Like, for her website, where oh, she something... would get explicit. Oh, right, right, right. And I'm just like, oh, I'd rather just get paid for it. Well, and just out of curiosity, <laughs> is there a reason why you've not gone into more explicit stuff, really? For, the mo- for some reason, Playboy is acceptable at that level. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's, like, in between maxim and hardcore 
And for some reason, it's that gray area that's still acceptable to a lot of companies. Uh huh. Oh, because it's not as because it's less. It's it's again business wise. It's more mainstream. Explicit stuff is not as mainstream. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Like if if I wanted to go shoot porn, I'm sure I could figure out how to do it. And but I feel like if I went and did that, I'm done trying to do the commercial stuff and try to do the advertising stuff or the movie posters or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm done trying to reach that goal. Let me ask you this. Would you say that your work is much less about art and much more about craft? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a career. Because, I mean, I, I try to push myself to do the art fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And but, I like I was telling my buddy yesterday, I do a shoot. I'm like, oh, I want to do an editorial, dark, fashion-y style and... I go and shoot it, and I take my first couple frames. I get it metered into where I want it, and then I get scared because there's a shadow, and I'm not used to that in my own work, and Mm -hmm. in Playboy, that wasn't part of it. And so I'm trying to force myself into leaving that shadow because most of the time when I get home, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is what I wanted, but I only had one frame because then I got scared of or second-guessing myself on my own lighting, and I moved on to something, a style of lighting that I know is going to work and I know is going to make this girl look pretty and I know is going to be awesome and gave up on, oh, I'm going to try to be artsy today or, like, moody. How important are eyes? To me, in my work, yeah. they're everything. It, really? Yeah, like, I like the viewer to stop and get that eye connection with the model. I have the girl Are start. eyes more important than the body? Yeah, face is more important than the body. Because mm-hmm. if even if you got a shitty body, I can crop in on your face and do a headshot. And if your eyes and your face are weird, the shot's shit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how hot, how beautiful their body is. If their face looks scared or weird or just... Have you ever seen someone who was cross-eyed and then you uncrossed them on Photoshop? No, but I do shoot one girl with a blind eye. Oh, really? Yeah, and it wanders every once in a while. Yeah. But she's of course aware of that told me the first time I shot her and so when I'm going through the stuff and I see that eye has gone in or out I just delete those ones for her because mm-hmm. most of the world has no idea do you find you agree like with the when you get the photos back or look at the photos do you find that the models pick the same photos you pick like to move on or as the best ones or do they see themselves differently than you would see them I would say about 75% of the times we're on the same page. Do you, did you, you obviously don't do, deal with dark rooms anymore. Right? No, but I did. You did in the past. I had yeah. my own at my house. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then you I You don't work with college. film at all anymore? No. Mm-hmm. No. Is it a waste of time? No. No, it's not a waste of time, mm-hmm. but it is a waste of money. Do you feel like film now really only serves more of an artistic function rather than uh, any sort of practical function, I guess? Yeah. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say that. I mean, I would more practical. Lo- I would love digital and the whole bullshit that goes on with social media to disappear, because mm-hmm. all of a sudden, all these photographers with their digital cameras would be out of fucking work because mm-hmm. they don't know how to use an old one. They don't know how to use a light right. meter. They can't light shit. They can't roll their own film. They can't develop their own film. They don't know any of this stuff because mm-hmm. it's not taught anymore. Right. So if it went back to actually having to know your shit, I'd bet you about. 85 of these Instagram photographers that would have these huge followings would be right out on the curb waiting at McDonald's for a job. You ever you ever shoot somebody and you notice that they have a booger hanging out of their nose? Yeah. 
<laughs> tampon strings, boogers. Tampon strings? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You just tell them. What do you say? Cut it or shove it in. <laughs> just like that. You say, you say that? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, the string, but what about the booger? Oh, hey, you got a booger in your mouth or in your nose. Uh -huh. Or because a lot of times they'll get lipstick on their teeth too. Uh -huh. So you got to let them know that. Um, but yeah, those are the main major. Or is if it, they have gum in their mouth, I It's easy it for out. you to tell them that. Hey, dude, there's something on there or whatever. You're pretty yeah. honest with them. Yeah, I'm straight up with them. Oh, when, I meant to ask you this earlier. When you were getting those selfies when you were casting at uh -huh. Playboy, uh, when you'd get selfies on your phone or whatever, did you tell them why they di didn't move on? Yeah, did you give them letter of rejections? Or, yeah. No, the company did that. Oh, they did. Did they yeah. want to know why? Or? Sometimes I'd get calls about it. And you tell them? I don't. No. They would probably be pretty vague about it, right? They would just say... Yeah, because most of the time I wouldn't for. have the information. Yeah, okay, I see. You know, I wouldn't have the information to give back to them and be like, I'll ask, but I can't tell you anything until I, they oh, tell oh, me. Oh, but even the ones that they sent... Because sometimes they just send you just to even get in the room, right? Oh. Uh, like a selfie and stuff. Every once in a while I get a selfie that was just so horrible that... Because normally I would, like, at least they would send images in so I would know ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Because each email they sent, they usually sh sent two to three shots, but most of the time they weren't nude. Or they were over-retouched. So I would ask them for just a mirror selfie so I don't see retouching mm -hmm. and their body. And there was there was a couple that called and asked and or, like, text and, well, well why not? Why can't I come to this? I'm, come on. Seriously? Look in the mirror. You just took a picture of what's in the mirror? You really think that's something we'd publish? Sorry, you're not what we're looking for at this time. So to sum things up, uh, you fell into shooting women, <laughs> and photography is really a um, – it's a job. It's a it's – a, It's 24-7 it, for it's me. It's a career, and it's um, – I mean, it's – I guess um, – yeah. I mean, it's a business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a full-on business. For, and, um, like, if I – once and, I get I done mean, here, I go home It's to like retouch. this is a trade that you – studied and then fell into happened to fall into shooting women and that became your forte mm -hmm. and um i have one last question actually <laughs> do you have to use a different if when you are shooting men do you have to use a different approach to lighting and angles and stuff that you do women yeah what would be the difference um well guys i don't they're gonna look rougher no matter what mm -hmm. we're not gonna clean up the under eyes we're not gonna clean the skin as much where the girls are smooth and the lighting's really pretty and their makeup's, you know, done. Guys, I don't do any of that stuff. Like, groom properly. But if I leave your shadow or your face half in shadow, it doesn't bother me on a guy's face because that's more masculine. Mm -hmm. But on a female's face, that would drive me insane. Mm. Do you ever get... Do you ever see some shots after the shoot and you get mad at yourself? Oh, all the time. Really? Like, why did I do this? Or, mm -hmm. oh, this whole this whole time this light wasn't going off. Or, this pose is. Have horrible. you ever lost a complete set? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just because something got corrupted or something? No, I lost the whole card. Oh, in, oh, oh, the card just got lost. Yeah. I was in Jamaica. Oh, really? And before that, um, my first six months in LA, I was working with a photographer. He allowed me to use his studio, helped me out with a model, blah blah blah. Went to his house afterwards, so excited about everything I shot in a studio all day. I had like, I think 10 girls show up. And this is, you know, 12, 13 years ago when I'm just starting. 
And from working with him for a couple months, I learned some stuff. And so I, I was really excited about my work and to show him. So I took him my drive. And when he got up from his desk, he kicked a cord and completely smashed everything from my mm. f- first six months here and before. I didn't have it backed up. I had it on one drive. So I lost everything. Wow. And I've lost my whole computer two, three years ago. Wow. I lost everything. Damn. But all my shoots are on external drives. But like... My iPhoto, I lost 15 years of. Everything that was on my desktop, all the important stuff, just wiped because my whole computer um, got dropped on its head and got a softball in the size in the monitor. And then we fixed that, and they didn't realize a couple of the uh, fans had gone out. So it blew up. Do you, have, do you have any of your favorite shots up on your wall at home? Or no. walls at home? Is my there, walls are white. And is then it, what about as wallpaper on your computer? Yes. You do? Your favorite yeah. shots? I have, well, like I was saying, my company is Cynic, so I go a little further with some of those images because it's my own company and I can do what I want. So, like, there, there's three images that I have on my monitors because I have three monitors. I have uh, a Cynic one with a girl standing naked looking over L.A. with uh, AR-15 hanging down by her side, and she's just in shoes. And then I Photoshopped is- in a nuke going off, airplanes coming in, uh, LAPD helicopter that is a she rocket's a silhou- going after. Is she a silhouette? No, no. Uh-huh. It's full. Uh-huh. Like, you, it's from the side, though, so you can see just butt crack. Uh- <laughs> is there one photo that's just the best photo you've ever taken, hands down? No. You ever take a photo and you're like, this is perfect, except for that it's just a little out of focus? Yes. And mm-hmm. I've taken the same shot and been like, this would be awesome with a different model. Hmm. Like this model is not good enough for this shot, and it's usually when I'm traveling around the world. Do you have any last things you'd like to mention, or any well, closing statements? Follow me on Instagram, Joel Flora Photo. Yeah. I, I got a couple quick ones. Um, oh, yeah. you're, you ever photograph when you're like drunk or high or anything? Yes. How's that go? High most of the time. Is that good? You got a better eye when you're high. It works. I try more things. When I'm drunk, I really try weird things. Do you? Yeah, I'll try like... But I, I haven't drinking. I don't drink anymore. Mm. Um, but when I was drinking, um, yeah, I'd put lights where they shouldn't be, and somehow it'd work out, and then I'd be like, why did that work out? And then I'd sober, I'd figure out why the lighting system worked but out. But focus wasn't a problem. It wasn't like blurry photos or anything? No. Because it's hard to focus or No. Um, I have been too high to shoot. <laughs> really? Like, hey, I gotta get, I gotta take five minutes on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the one person you'd love to photograph if you could do anybody? James Franco, right now. Hmm. Oh, because my theory is interesting. My theory is I already want to shoot dudes, but if I could get James Franco, he's a huge celebrity. But also, I could get any girl that would want to shoot with him. Because hey, I put out a casting. Anybody want to do a photo shoot with James Franco? I'm going to have a, mil- a thousand girls in my DMs saying, yes, please. Isn't it a pain in the butt to have to sift through that many? Not if you're looking for the quality and the talent. Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy sifting through hundreds of submissions? I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a system. Do you like looking at photos of people in general? Not of your own, but just photos of people? Not really. Oh, like, don't. I, I, I don't eat, like... I don't do much social media. So you don't go on Instagram and look at I'll photos of I'll scroll every once in a while, but it's... You don't enjoy it. You just are looking for business purposes, reasons. business reasons. Yeah, yeah. like I'm looking for... You don't for enjoy it. just looking at photos all the time. Unless they're like... 
don't, don't involve people, mm-hmm. landscapes, mm-hmm. animals. But you don't just enjoy, you know, just for pleasure, just look, scroll through just photos and photos of people. Not most of the time, no. Mm-hmm. You have dreams about photo, photo, photographing people? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Are you a fan of photography, of, of other people's photo- work? Yeah. You are? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've got, I don't really look at a lot of people's, but I do have certain ones that I'll visit every six months and see what they've been doing new. And um, are those photographers more on the functional side like yourself, or are they? Ha- a lot of them are what I call weekend warriors. Mm-hmm. They're not in it for the money. They're not. This isn't their business. They made a shitload somewhere else, and they want a hobby. Mm-hmm. And they do some really cool stuff. And then, but a lot of times it's because they have the budget to pull it all together. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, on thanks the show. for having me. Yeah, thanks. Our guest has been Joel Flora. Thank you to Donnie Devonian for being here. Our engineer is Aaron Bruntgart. If you like the show. You can go to iTunes and you can uh, rate and review the program. Um, You can also find the episodes on SoundCloud. um, And there's also a Facebook page you can visit. My name is Brent Weinbach. The name of the program is Pointed Questions. Thank you for listening.